This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, back half of the podcast, Andy. We got to have just a little referendum, a little debate here on what we referred to earlier as the Dirty McCorkle. And speaking of Dirty McCorkles, uh, I would like to point out uh, that you guys went four for four with their FanDuel Sportsbook Picks of the Week last week. Thank you to FanDuel once again, the sponsor of Six Rings and Football Things. FanDuel, make every moment more. Uh, I believe I hit on uh, total points for the Patriots under overall at 19 and a half. They scored 15. And total points scored in general in the first half at under 18 and a half. It was only 13. You went Patriots and under. So we went four and oh. If I would just listen to us and bet on us, I would be rich. I would be a wealthy man. Like we're on a heat as far as these picks go. So you're not going to want to miss our peaks, our picks rather, for Patriots Cowboys coming up later this week. However, Mac Jones has officially earned himself a reputation for being an okay quarterback. Mac Jones has officially earned himself a reputation for being a gamer because he takes a lot of licking and keeps on ticking out there behind a suspect Patriots offensive line. And he has now also officially, in my estimation, earned himself a reputation as kind of a questionably dirty, if not unscrupulous player. There are now multiple NFL players. And it's not like this is Tom Brady, where like they're looking to take down the pretty boy, the top guy, the GOAT the legend himself, like Mac Jones it has a, a 500 record as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So what the hell actually it's below 500. So what the hell do players have to worry about taking down the chosen one or the anointed next great one? I mean, these people that are accusing him of being a dirty player are probably coming from a place of reasonable frustration and competitive honesty. Now you've got Brian Burns, you got Eli Apple, and now the latest sauce Gardner accusing Mac Jones of being a dirty player. What gives and why can't he shake this nature about himself, Andy? Because it's who he is. And I actually think it's inarguable. He, Whether you call him dirty or he's kind of a dink on the field mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to phrase it. All, no, syn- all synonyms for being kind of a putz out there when it comes right. to winning time. Like, And I know the comparisons have been around for two plus years now to Grayson Allen and is he this spoiled white rich kid, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea where it comes from. Does it come from tennis? He's talked a lot about, you know, the McEnroe Jones in him and that, you know, one man against another and energy, whatever. But to me, it is what it is. There's enough of this track record. I saw old friend Chris Long, former Patriot, said top five dirtiest quarterbacks of all time, which I won't disagree with because I'll be honest with you. I don't know who the other four are. I, I haven't really thought of who the dirty quarterbacks. It's kind of a weird thing, especially. I don't even know. Game. I don't even know one. Do you? Can you think of one nope. quarterback that was guilty of like cheap shots or pushing the pile or 
mixing it at like quarterbacks usually avoid that so that they right. can live because to fight protected. see or throw in another day yes and also they have a giant uh legal uh, metaphorical and rules-laden shield around them at all times so what the hell is he doing and that's what bothers me the most is he is the first one to call for a flag fall down out of bounds and see if he can steal the 15 on a, on that or roughing the passer. And if you're going to be that, then don't be the dink on the other end too. Now you're a double-ended dink and nobody likes a double-ended dink except Buffalo. They throw it on the field sometimes, but um, you, you can't be that guy, but he is that guy. And I know he fibs about it and it's football and he avoids all Adam Jones's questions about it. Um, I didn't avoid my question last year, Andy. I did. I maybe I've mentioned this on the pod. I know I mentioned it on the six rings post game show. But last year, I was filling in on a, a holiday Monday, I believe, and I asked Mac Joe. It was Oh, yes, it was around the holidays, and it was me and our former beat writer, Kyrie Thompson, and we had Mac on a Monday. And I asked him if he was worried or did it bother him that he was developing a reputation as a dirty player because now he had the Brian Burns accusation and then the Eli Apple going after his knees on that interception return. And Mac said, oh, you know, no, I just got to be Mac. So actually, okay. it, in turn, what that really means is, yeah, I'm just going to keep being like a competitive dink about these things. And that's what he is. And, you know, everybody will be like, oh, but they did this and they did that. Well, this is two weeks in a row, a QB sneak. He has avoided playing the whistle. It's like the third whistle. He's still press pressing and pushing and diving and trying to move forward. Like, so everybody that says the Jets didn't play the whistle, the person who didn't play the whistle is the QB sneaker who didn't play right. the whistle last week against the Dolphins. And on some level, I wish he would just say, I don't know what happens to me. I get out there and I get in the heat of the battle and I just lose my mind every once in a while. And I do some things that I wouldn't do. Thank you. Just like last week, there was that viral video of Tom Brady speaking at that international conference. And he talked about how he would convince himself that these other players were like, you know, yeah. and I love this because we all hate the Ortiz hugging Jeter an erotification of sports where it's like, Hey, we're all friends. Hey, we can just talk, you know, laugh it up and we're chums and rivalries are dead. No, I want enmity. I want scuffling. I want feuding, and fighting and fussing. There was Brady talking about how he worked himself up into a lather and convinced himself that those guys hated him and they were his enemy and he needed to hate. He didn't want any friends on the field, especially mm -hmm. on the opposition. And here's Mac Jones trying to chum it up and yuck it up with everyone, but then goes into this red, like canine rage and can't stop himself from being a putz on the field. Just own it. Steer into it and say, like, I get so fired up. I'm so hyper-competitive. Sometimes I do things that are untoward or not uh, that, you know, that my family wouldn't be proud of or that don't represent myself as a player or professional or the Patriots organization. Say that once, and I'll be like, all right, you know what? Golf clap. Good for you. Right. And, and to take the Brady point uh, a bit further, I've watched some of the mic'd up stuff where he absolutely loses his mind when he's mic'd up. He drops F-bombs like you wouldn't believe mm -hmm. where he's just in a lather. And I've seen him before some of those games go to the ref and say, hey, uh, I just want to apologize for anything I might say during the game. I, I kind of lose my mind sometimes and it's not personal and it, it's not really an attack on you. I, I just might get caught up in the heat of the moment. Like he preemptively right. tells them. I'm kind of an a-hole for the next 60 minutes, so yeah. please don't hold it against me that I'm going to be an a-hole to you. It's not personal for the next 60 minutes. But I am. what I am really interested in is you people, your people. No, 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 no. These are your people. 
You not on this monster. one. You have to help live with it. And why, do, uh, why are they so sensitive to it? They were attacking Chris Long. They were saying they were going to take away Chris Long's Super Bowl ring, and to which he replied, "Well, you can't. Maybe at Tom Brady can or something." Like he, why are they so overly defensive and sensitive about Mac Jones and whether he's dirty? He's dirty. No one said he's terrible. No one said he's the like should go to prison. They were like, "Yeah, what about Tyreek Hill?" Nope, no one said he's a criminal like they accused Tyreek Hill and others about. They're just saying he's a dinky, dirty quarterback on the field. And yet no one can just say he is, but he's our dink. For now, mm-hmm. he's our dink, and I'm going to support him. Like I, It amazes me how worked up the Patriots fans get defending what I kind of think is indefensible right now. Yeah, now see, there are people. I'm, I just typed in into the X. I just typed Mac Jones. And what comes up is a lot of Pats fans – C.J. Mosley body slams Mac Jones after the whistle. Then Sauce Gardner smacks his hand away, but we expect Mac Jones to do nothing in return. I mean, it, look, it's a, it's it's competitive. Any, anyone anyone will tell you. Anyone will tell you. I guarantee you, you could talk to any former player on our airwaves who's previously been a guest on WEI and beyond. Anyone you and I know, some things get done. Some shit gets said. Some, some, some hey, well, yeah, right. Some parts gets t- get touched, you know. We don't, it's probably a lot of things we don't want to know, but there are 32 starting quarterbacks, but this This is different. This is the third time this has happened. And I'm telling you, it's not like Mac Jones is the target unless everyone thinks the Patriots are now low hanging fruit because they aren't the team they used to be. There's one quarterback in the NFL, one who continues to have his name dragged and gets dogged by accusations of being kind of being kind of dirty and kind of dinkish. Do you hear is do we hear anything about Jimmy Garoppolo trying to poke someone in the eye or grab someone's twig and berries? No. Jimmy's a nice boy. Yeah, I mean, uh, there there people say bad things about other people, but sometimes it's off the field, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson, but it's not for the things that they do on the field. I haven't heard of Jordan Love trying to, you know, poke someone's eyes out or diving no. at someone's knees. Not even it's, Zach Wilson. Not even like whoever you no, want he to just, think. The he just goes for the knees and the heart of Jets fans, not right. the, the, the team that he plays against. I mean, the closest, I guess, would be the Mason Rudolph feud with Miles Garrett that got all racial and that became like a weird on-field thing and he wanted to kill him. With a helmet but, being swung at somebody? Yeah, I, you're right. It's, it's like Mac is sort of in a category all his own. I did want to just clarify, like, mm-hmm. this did not happen in the pile. This was not one of those, yeah, you know what happens in the bottom of the pile stays at the bottom. No, this is seconds later when he's getting up, stumbling, fumbling. He's actually right in front of the official. There's official within, what, two feet when he's flicking his little hand towards Sauce Gardner? Oh, allegedly. there it is. There is one good angle. Diana Rossini has a good angle. He does. He actually, yeah, look he at him, right? He absolutely, it wasn't, you know what it was? It wasn't one of those, like, like, look. If, you know, like we were playing rugby or whatever and like, you know, I take a hit, I get up and it's like that looked like it was a big hit, but I'm going to let you know that I knew that it was clean. I may hit you in the ribs or the chest or just be like, good job, you know, but like Mac gets up and as sauce is turning to the refs, Mac may not appreciate the fact that those guys were scraping to the last second and he's a hyper competitor. And you can see, pardon my, pardon my French, that's a Richard flick. Yes. It absolutely happened. There's no doubt in my mind it happened. Now, I don't care. Like, it's not a big deal to me. Like, the idea that he was going to be suspended never even crossed my mind was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Um, Could he be fined? Sure. I don't care. Do I think dink things like this happen all the time in the NFL? I absolutely do. The difference is, you just said it. 
think of the second quarterback on this list. Like it's not the quarterbacks. It's usually receivers and defensive backs and linemen or whoever. I watched Logan Mankins punch a dude in the nuts. Loved it. It's mm-hmm. fine. It usually yeah, Cordero Patterson in 2018. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the famous thing right. of him. Yeah. But the quarterback, Mac Jones, I know. doing this stuff. And then the funny thing with Mac is I do feel like in some ways he's damned if he do and he damned if he don't. Because mm-hmm. he does this feisty, um, gritty stuff, dirty, dinky, whatever stuff. And he gets com- uh, criticized. Then a guy's running back an interception and he either tries to tackle him and gets run over or doesn't does try nothing. to tackle him, cuts back, and Good everybody's point. mad point. at Mac. Like, I do. There's a little bit of me that, like, no matter what Mac does, he probably feels like they're going to criticize me. I'm damned if I'm doing them. I'm damned if I'm doning. So I might as well just flick somebody in the nuts and get along with it. <laughs> and that's where it is. I may as well. Yeah. Because if I don't do enough, I'll hear, oh, like, he doesn't go for Chandler Jones. He allows Chandler Jones to just bitch bury him right there into the turf yeah. at Allegiant Field, Allegiant Stadium. And then he throws the pick six that bounces off Bourne's hands to Slay. And then he just basically Olay's Slay back to the six point house. But of course, dies for the knees of Eli. Like you can do something in there is a middle ground. I just don't think he really understands or knows the what that middle ground is. And, yes. And also, he's not winning, he's scuffling for his career and his job. So I think that's also a factor. Like if you talk about elite quarterbacks, I think some of this might actually get brushed under the rug because, oh, like if Josh Allen did it, well, that's just Josh. He's a big competitor. He's a football player. He does this. He does that. But Mac is in this weird world of battling and clawing for everything he gets, trying to save his career in year three. It's a make or break year. And and I don't think he's liked. I've said this all along, too. And it has no like dinkiness um, to it. Like. His personality, I don't know that people on the outside. I think his teammates really like him. I think a lot of people in the locker room really like him. But on the mm-hmm. outside. They, they're all behind. They love him. Bear loves him. Hunter loves yeah. him. They all go to the mattresses. He's the, not likable the, on the, the mat outside. In the front line. No. Like, I don't think he's likable to media and fans in his interviews and the way he handles himself. He's not likable. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like there's just a, there's, there's, a, there's something about the Mac veneer that is preventing people from thoroughly embracing him. Of course, listen, just win, baby. If you go full Al Davis 100%. mode, if he wins more, then people will be like, I don't care. He's a putz. He's a dink. But now he's, he's my our dink. dink. He's, yeah. my- <laughs> he's our dink. Uh, well, Pats fans, if you would like to weigh in on the Mac Jones debate, would winning make him a more embraceable dink? Are you frustrated with his efforts? Do you like his competitive fire? Or do you think there's no place for that in the NFL let us know. He's at Jumbo Hart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. This is the At Six Rings pod. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with our latest installment. We'll go behind enemy lines with a Dallas beat reporter to talk about Cowboys and Patriots. We will also have a mailbag edition. Mike Cadlick will have his crucial clashes. My God, so much Patriots talk, so little time. We appreciate you guys, just like we appreciate our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. Don't forget don't forget to visit FanDuel.com slash six rings. That's the number six. FanDuel.com slash six rings. Join today just for $5. Your first $5 bet after you sign up and use the promo code six rings, you get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. And you'd be wise to spend them on our picks because like I said earlier, we went four and oh last week. You're welcome. All right. He's Hart. I'm Fitzy. The producer's Terp. 
And from Mike Cadlick and everyone else in our giant Six Rings family, this has been the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your week, everybody. Good day. God bless. Go Pats. See you.